You're listening to the Agony Column News Report featuring interviews, phone interviews, reports from live book events and festivals, and conversations with readers. You can find additional news, interviews, book reviews, and more five days a week at the Agony Column website at trashotroncom agony. I'm speaking with Kara Black. She's the author of the Amy LeDuc novels. Thank you for joining me, Kara. Oh, thanks for inviting me. You know, I wanted to talk to you about your, your Amy LeDuc books. This is an interesting setting and a great character. When did you first, as a, as a writer, meet Amy LeDuc? Oh, when did I meet her? Well, it was years ago. Actually, um, there's reissuing Murder in the Marais, my first book, which came out in 1999, next year. And I've been going over, you know, the edits, and it's like, I see, you know, Amy, and I've gotten to know her over 10 books. It'll be 11 books, and it's like she just sort of came, you know, from different people I knew in Paris, female detectives I interviewed, and, um, you know, I couldn't write as a French woman because I can't even tie my scarf the right way, but (laughs) I don't have that gene. But, you know, I I went to a French school. I've lived in France, and I thought I could write, excuse me, you know, as a woman half French, half American, kind of draw in my experiences. And, you know, detectives like, you know, Dashiell Hammett in that mode, there really are lone wolves in a way. And Amy certainly is on, on her own, you know, against the, the old boy network, the French cops, corruption. And so um, she is an outsider, actually. One of the things I think is really interesting, that's such an interesting setting to, to choose. And I don't think that anybody else is working in that terrain. You're working alone. That must be fun. Make it easy in some ways. Yeah, I don't know why anyone else doesn't write about Paris. I mean, my God, it's a city of light. But, you know, I was actually, you know, they say a lot of people write what they want to read. And I had read a lot of George Simenon and Inspector May Gray. And it was like, why aren't people setting stories, you know, at least published in English in Paris? This is, you know, crazy. I want to read something. But I want it updated. You know, I want a modern, hip young woman going out there in heels on the cobblestones and solving crime. I mean, wouldn't that be cool? So, but, you know, it's a, it's a great city. It's got a lot of opportunities for crime, you know, so... Now, you know, I'm curious, the kind of crime that you would have in Paris has got to be very different from here in America. So talk about, you know, researching that and creating that and making it uh, ring as true as it does in your novels. Oh, thanks. Well, crime is crime, you know, love and revenge and money, the kind of three major motives. But I get a lot of my stories from real events, real crimes, uh, things that have happened to people I know, to the police I talk to, and... You know, I talked to them, too, about, you know, what kind of crime would happen in this district. Not that crime couldn't happen anywhere, but what would it be, or how would it be organic to this part of Paris? Like the Latin Quarter, mm-hmm. you know, which where the Sorbonne is, the intellectual center. And I knew it needed to sort of happen in a, in a university setting. And they have the, not only the Sorbonne, but the Grands Ecoles, the really, you know, fancy, shishi, very selective elite schools. And I wanted to write about those and what kind of crime would happen there. And it also think of the larger issue, you know, of what's happening in France. France is so unique because they have a colonial legacy. You know, when they had colonies, Indochina, North Africa. Um, there's the past of World War II, the Vichy collaborationists, which is unique to France, you know. And, and I want to draw on that because my stories are set in the mid-1990s. And which is very similar to today, to today, but a lot of things were surfacing about you know secrets kept during World War II. Now, um, one of the things that it, it must be uh, fun. Do you get to travel there a lot and, and talk about uh, you know 
getting to know the French police, that must be really kind of fun. Yeah, I take them out, you know, for a meal and buy them a big bottle of wine, and that's kind of how I get my information, you know, and the wine starts flowing. Um, it's great. I get to go to Paris twice a year for research, and um, I'm going in about two weeks, and I stay on my friend's couch and sleep there, and I go out and hang out with cops or go through the sewers or, you know. And, and the French police are really nice. There's one man, he's retired now. He was head of homicide, Brigade Criminel. And he'll meet me, and again, I buy him the bottle of wine, and we start talking. And one day I said to him, how come you spend this time with me? You know, where you're really, you know. He said, I want you to get it right. <laughs> I said, well, I'll try, you know. I've actually rewritten a scene once. I wrote a scene, and I told him about it. And he said, but we never do it that way. What about the notes you took last time you were here? You got that wrong, and we do this and this. And I go, okay, you're right. And then my friend said to me later, she said, do you think the Americans would know that you made a mistake in this police procedure? And I said, no, but I would know. So I had to rewrite it, and it was fine. But, you know. It seems to me, too, there's a lot of uh, simpatico between San Francisco and Paris, and, and I think that must help you inform, inform your work. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're very European here. You know, we have so many French people living up here. Um, you know, when I first started writing, I really wanted to feel like I was in a Paris cafe, and of course I couldn't go. I had a young child. So I used to go down here to the Café Claude, you know, in Claude Alley uh, downtown, and what was so great about it was the owner had taken, they were they were destroying this old cafe bistro in Leal. And he bought the interior of the cafe bistro, brought the interior over, and that is in Cafe Claude. So I used to go down there and go, okay, I'll get my, you know, cafe creme, and I'm going to sit down, and I'm actually in, you know. And it was great, you know, to summon that, that feeling. But we are very cosmopolitan here. We've got two French schools, you know that? No. Now, Tell us uh, where, what neighborhood your your new uh, novel is going to be set in, and are you going to be working on it when you go and leave in two weeks? Oh, it's done. Oh. Um, it comes out next year. It's the 11th book. It's called Murder in Passy, and that's P-A-S-S-Y. It's the 16th arrondissement. It's very chic, very bourgeois, very boring. And if you saw that movie Inception, mm-hmm. Leonard DiCaprio under that in that cafe and under that that, um, what do you call it, metal um, bridge. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's Passy. Also in Last Tango in Paris, mm. uh, that Uh-oh. apartment, yeah, <laughs> right there. <laughs> but it's very, very bourgeois, very, very wealthy. Avenue Foch is like the most expensive boulevard in the uh, street in the world. And, of course, um, you know, there are things that happen behind those magnificent carved doors, you know, and... Uh, and so Amy gets involved because her godfather, Morbier, who's a commissaire in the police, has a Basque girlfriend. Well, he didn't know she was, you know, had ties to the former ETA, ETA terrorist in the Basque country. And anyway, it goes on from there. But it's a wonderful place. Um, there's a scene I wrote in the Balzac Museum because Balzac lived there before Passy was a part of Paris. Mm. And so he would go, it was a village, he would go there to escape his creditors because he was broke. The man was broke. He was writing as fast as he could to pay his bills. He drank 50 cups of coffee a day. And you can see his little coffee maker in the museum. And, you know, it's, he's, the man was writing day and night and then running out the back door when the bills, you know, the men came with the bills. It sounds like the French Philip K. Dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He died at 50. He died young. 
so did Mr. Philip K. Dick, unfortunately. How old was he? I think it was like in 53 or something like that. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> live, live fast, write a lot of books, but uh, yeah. leave a long legacy. Yeah, yeah. But it's a, it's a really interesting area. And the old part of Passy, where Balzac lived, was a village, you know, and I was really trying to find that flavor and that feeling, and uh, I found it. Well, that sounds delightful. I've been speaking with Kara Black. Her forthcoming Amy LeDuc investigation is... Murder in Passy. It comes out next March. And the book that came out this year is what? Murder in the Palais Royale. Um, Amy is, uh, goes back to a crime, a man that she testified against in my first book, Murder in the Marais, and that comes back to bite her in Murder in the Palais Royale. Well, no wonder you were looking, <laughs> republishing and looking at your first book again. Yeah, yeah, wow, it's amazing. So, new cover, it looks fantastic. Thank you for joining me, Kara. Oh, thanks so much for having me. Thanks for coming tonight. I hope you enjoyed it. Oh, yeah, that was great. <laughs> You're listening to the Agony Column News Report featuring interviews, phone interviews, reports from live book events and festivals, and conversations with readers. You can find additional news, interviews, book reviews, and more five days a week at the Agony Column website at trashotroncom agony. <laughs>